Welcome back, everyone. We have a very special segment for you today. We are joined by one of the stars of the Shooting Stars, our star center back, who is a huge United fan. And we are here to talk to him all about the state of Man United now and what it is going to do in the future. So, Puneeth, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here on the Base Podcast. And as Kiran already mentioned, we were all together in a team. We were all together in a team and I was playing centre-back for them and then we had like many great memories. We had like great players and we played like tournaments and stuff and it was, it was, a, it was a really enjoyable experience to play with these guys. Yeah, uh, so right now I'm here in Tempe um, and since soccer is back, it's, it's really good, you know, to actually um, enjoy it after a long, really long break. So I'm really excited for that and I'm really excited to witness the last five games of the Premier League season and hopefully United finish in the top four. Absolutely. You mentioned that uh, you're really excited to see United play again. We've seen a pretty good uptake in the level of play, especially for United after the COVID break, um, even taking some of their form from behind it. How has this team really taken to your expectations? Like, do you, are you enjoying the way they play? How is it to really watch this team day in day out? So at the start of the season, on the opening day, we won like 4-0 against Chelsea at home and um, it was really uh, refreshing to, to watch us play. All we really did was like we, we played on the counter and we got like um, lucky goals and really good play by Paul Pogba on the first day of the season. And after that, I feel like, you know, we struggled breaking uh, low block teams and we were able to get wins against like, you know, the big six because they were really coming at us. and. Uh, we were able to play on the counter with the, with the pace of Martial, uh, Rashford and Daniel James. However, like uh, we, as, I, as I mentioned, we uh, clearly failed to break like low block teams because they really sat deep and we did not have that creative hub uh, because Paul Pogba got injured after like two months. So we did not have that creative outlet uh, for us to go and create chances. And that's when we really struggled to break those teams. But soon after we signed Bruno Fernandes, all those things changed. Um, because we had a player who actually wanted to play uh, vertical passes, like as you can see, most of his distribution, like around 60 to 70 percent of his distribution, is like forward, which breaks the opposition's midfield lines, and which which was something uh, we were lacking because we had like only defensive sort of midfielders in our midfield three. Uh, so it's it's really great like watching uh, Bruno Fernandez, Martial, Greenwood, and Rashford link together along with Paul Pogba. Many people were speculating whether or not Paul, Paul Pogba would stay. I don't really know why he wouldn't stay right now because uh, his partnership alongside uh, Matic and Bruno Fernandez is really kicking off, and we are actually creating a lot of chances and scoring a lot of uh, beautiful goals. Puni, this is always a case with United. You guys have a really good run uh, against, you know, not so great teams, and then everyone gets excited then you somehow always come back to a losing streak, if I may say so. Why does that happen? Why do you think that happens? Um, last season when Ole and Solskjaer got appointed, I think for the first, um, I think let's say like eight or nine games, we were on a streak and we had like almost scored 35 goals that time. And all of a sudden our form dipped and we started losing, dropping points against, you know, weaker opposition. Uh, I feel it has to do a lot with the tactics. Like, uh, if you clearly observe, like from from last season and even the start of the season, like our players were like not very, you know, uh, dynamic in terms of movement in the final third. Like they were really static. You know, I mean, these kind of things work against teams which uh, you know press high up because they leave a lot of space from their midfield to their defense, so we can counter on that. But against teams which hold a really low low block against us, like for example, um, after COVID, we saw how we played against you, Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. 
so jose mourinho uh, made tottenham play in such a way that we uh, we were forced to play down the right where nothing was happening basically because both of our players who play on the right flank like van der sar and daniel james were not so good on the ball so what i'm trying to say is like uh, there there was lack of movement and obviously like teams which recognize this like they they were able to escape a lot of points off us but nowadays it's improving uh, after the lockdown because again bruno fernandes has changed the dynamics of the team uh, alongside uh, greenwood and marshall marshall started to uh, give really good runs now in the final third along with rashford they both are really combining well i, I feel it's improving right now as opposed to how it was like last season and towards the uh, earlier stages of this season yeah i mean that's some good points there So what's what's the thing about Matic, by the way? You know, the beginning of the season, you I think every United fan was bashing on him. He wasn't good enough to leave. Now he signed a three-year contract. What's all this about? And you know, at what point can United fans really say you're back? Okay, at the start of the season, obviously Matic fell out of favor with Ole, and Ole never really played him towards the start. He was always preferring to play a midfield three with Scott McTominay. Fred and whenever Paul Pogba was there, Paul Pogba. Otherwise, he used to play Andreas Pereira. So I feel Matic coming in into this team is like a really big boost for us because if you see uh, prior to lockdown, we played like around uh, eight games and we we had conceded like only one goal in that. And uh, our midfield looked really solid alongside uh, along with like Matic, Fred, and McTominay. And uh, right now, if you analyze like for the last. Um, Uh, 16 something games we have conceded only like three goals and we have kept like you know uh, 11 i think 12 clean sheets around that so matic actually so matic are actually uh, playing like a pivot right now because both bruno fernandes and pogba are like you know attacking minded midfielders so i feel he's the only one on, in our midfield right now who knows how to play with both of them who knows how to actually incorporate both of them together so i don't see anybody else like taking up this role because matic is like physically very dominant and he is very astute in in terms of reading the game so i feel he's the you know the best person to play alongside uh, bruno fernandes and pogba at least for a while at least for a season or so before we actually sign a younger replacement for him So I think he really deserves the contract extension uh, because the numbers speak for itself, and the way we are functioning right now in the midfield, it's really evident. You know uh, what he's brought into this team. One more thing is like he's also covering for Paul Pogba whenever he transitions forward. He drops in uh, into that third man centre back role from where he collects the ball from Harry Maguire and distributes it up uh, forward. Even at Chelsea, Matic always functioned as a fulcrum in midfield. He was a solid player, and then. Obviously, went downhill and then he joined United. So, where do you see United going next season? Like, what are your expectations as a as a United fan? What are the realistic okay. expectations. Okay. Um. So the expectation is always to win the league, but then if you want to be more realistic, it has to be like top three for the next season. Right now, we are in a you know great run of form, so we still have trends in certain positions. Like, we have to buy another number nine uh, who can actually. a uh, rival marshal for that role we also need to we definitely need to buy a right winger because i don't see dan james as a starting right winger for man united so hopefully uh, jaden sancho's deal pulls off you guys are definitely always linked to like every player on the market <laughs> but, <laughs> I, but i truly feel like jaden sancho's deal is about to happen because i don't see any other team going for him uh, because pep guardiola recently came out with a statement saying that he wouldn't he would never go for jaden sancho because uh, he did not trust him when he was in the academy and he moved to Borussia Dortmund for game time and that being said like even chelsea i don't think chelsea will go, go will go for him either because they have like 
Hakim Ziyech and Christian Pulisic and also Timo Werner right now and they're also looking forward to sign another midfielder I heard. Yeah, we have a, we have an overload of players in that position so I think we'll be going for Sancho season. Yeah, so that leaves that leaves only United and unless and until Liverpool are interested, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, we need a right winger for sure, a number 9 and we need two more midfielders. I feel we need a younger version of Matic. Uh, let's say someone who's like around 26 27 already settled and also we need another box to box midfielder because Andreas Pereira is likely to leave united along with uh, Jesse Lingard we also need a center back because Harry Maguire needs someone who's spacey and physical alongside him i'm going to stop you right there that's like half the team bro <laughs> yeah these are a lot of changes that you're trying to challenging <laughs> no no i mean i, I just don't I, i yeah that's like the fourth player i'm naming two midfielders okay the fifth actually You know, I get what you're trying to say uh, with uh, with you know wanting uh, reinforcements, but that's a big ask because United haven't confirmed their top four spot. What makes you think all these players would come in? Contracts, bro. Even when we didn't have Champions League, we were able to attract the likes of Paul Pogba and Zlatan Ibrahimovic to United. So I don't see why we cannot go for another big player like another star. without having a champions league you know assurance for the next season i mean do you think that it's actually feasible for united as a club to attract these big players because i mean especially with the environment that the market is in post covid a lot of clubs are having difficulty getting the financial means to attract such players so there's a lot of trade deals going on there's a lot of kind of interplayer movements that are happening does united have the funds to kind of attract those players who need that big salary Okay, uh, so two days ago, I re- read a, read an article by I think Samuel Luckhurst. He was uh, he was really talking about Jadon Sancho's move to United and how United are refusing to meet that 110 million demand. But here's the thing, right? So we have some players who are ready to be offloaded. So you know, United may also approach like this. Like, why not sell two of our players, like Lingard and Pereira, to like let's say Borussia Dortmund, with like 50 million in order to convince him to sign for United. So a lot of trade deals like this might happen. And also Borussia Dortmund being like a club which attracts youngsters, we can sell some of our under 23 players uh, to Dortmund on loans. You know, like that. Hey guys, it's me, Pachi from the editing team. I didn't speak much during the entire podcast, so I pretty much cut myself out. But yeah, I just came here to inform you guys that the rest of this podcast is a little more jokes, banter, because everyone just started talking like friends, and we they forgot that they were recording. So yeah, hope you guys have fun too. See you. Bro, you didn't even let me complete the the thing, bro. Like I was saying, like another centre back to rival Lindelof, and also another, possibly another right back. Yeah, you really? You make another team, bro. You make another team. Hey, bro, we need, bro. If you if you have to win the league, at least we need to strengthen like at least four four or five positions, bro, on the pitch. Bro, then how is it realistic that you actually challenge for the league? <laughs> bro, see, okay. Center back we can get easily, bro. Bro, Nathan, Nathan Ake we can get, bro. You signed Fred. You signed uh, who's this guy? Bruno Fernandez. You signed oh. that Pereira. When did you sign Pereira? This yeah, season. Pereira right? is our academy guy. Okay. So is, yeah. So you signed you signed Bruno Fernandez. You signed uh, the other guy. Fred. Fred. Fred last yeah. season. Yeah. Bruno Fernandez this season. Yeah. Who else did you sign? Who else? Uh, Van Bissaka and Harry Maguire. Four players fucking this season only, bro. Last season we signed Fred. This season we signed like uh, Bissaka, 
Maguire and Daniel James. And you're looking for Nathan Ake? Like, is he really like United caliber? Is he the kind of player you want in your club? Bro, bro, Nathan Ake is good, bro. And then Ole, Ole apparently told him like, you know, we need a left-footed center back. Keep going. Why? Because he's Chelsea academy guy, right? But he's a reject. That's why he's. Oh yeah. So was like really good. I'm solid. Bro, you 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 could have also asked like. Uh, si- si- like, how do you rate your players this season out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> bro, my man's gonna take a hot take on some wild academy players who don't give a fuck about, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Bro, yeah, by the way, we, we actually need five players. We need like two more midfielders, bro. One one CDM we need and one number eight we need, bro. We lost, we lost the transfer season and we're signing like five players max. <laughs> That's what we are doing. Bro, if you if you're serious about winning the league, you have to invest, bro. Like you you have to have like at least five for like five world class players on the squad to win the league. I mean, five world class players in the starting eleven to win the league. We got three. Okay, we got three of them. Mm. Now, how three? We got only two of them. But we we are above you in the league right now. Yeah, but still. Bro, our squad was shit, bro. Our squad was shit. Like the whole season, our squad was shit. Before Bruno Take Fernandes that. came, bro, like Pereira and Lingard were playing in midfield, bro. That's what I'm saying. The problem with you guys is that like you you win, like you have like a crazy run. It's like lower games. You're like fuck, fuck. We're back. We're back. And then, like everything goes like. Bro, all lower rank teams we beat, bro. This this season we have dropped dropped the most number of points against like low block teams only, lower rank teams. This time we have only played against top six. After COVID, <laughs> what the last good team we played was Tottenham. You drew. Yeah. And after yeah. that, it's all been small teams. Bro, basically, basically we were not able to break teams which like you know sit back, bro. Like le- le- Tottenham sat back the whole game. We were not able to break them that day. But here's what I'm saying, right? You guys have a good run. Everything is good. Everything is mm. good. And then some shit happens, and you blame it on De Gea and Pogba. Situation, bro. Nobody blame blame Pogba. Bro. <laughs> Every time Pogba fucking goes on a holiday, gets injured, and they are saying, yeah, he's good enough. Now you should leave, legend, whatever bullshit. And I just basically look. You don't have a good manager. You don't have a good manager. Bro, tactic. Yeah, he can't. Like Ole is not good at like you know changing tactics in the game, bro. <laughs> no, what are his credentials, dude? What are his credentials? Bro, it doesn't matter, bro. Right now, it's Cardiff. Cardiff. <laughs> he got relegated with Cardiff, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but he also won the Norwegian Super League. Okay. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> Why doesn't he get those all those players from Nor- uh, Norway and get them on and then play them in the Premier League? My oh, oh, shit, bro. Shaman, this is just the new United. This is uh, this is the caliber of manager they want. They want players like Nathan Ake. This is just the state of bro, the sport. Bro, Nathan Ake is good. I don't know why you guys don't like Nathan Ake, bro. He's really good. He's physical. He's like ball playing and he's fast. We need someone who's fast right now beside Maguire. Maguire is like very slow. Okay, he's only good at ball playing and reading the game. But right now, even like Bai is injured most of the time. I think the situation is. Manager isn't good enough. You have to change your manager. You have to seriously no, get in like a top, a top manager. Bro, at least, at least, see, no, at least one more top season, man- bro. Top managers, what they can do is they can like 
make stuff out of whatever you guys have you guys actually have like a not so bad team yeah like mourinho like what mourinho did in the second season and what he was use all these players right i mean he, bro, bro he yeah he made lingard look like a world beater bro he did huh? he did well like he won the europa league and then what what did he, what did he win the second season league cup then, league cup he won first season exactly. second season not with anything but then we finished second bro but yeah exactly that's that's true so what he did was he had knows what to do with the players you have but his tactics are obviously any club he goes to people don't like like his tactics like so that's that's his his is a weird case in general what i'm saying what what i think is that you guys need a new manager who will set the ball rolling right then slowly transition like the changes will come in that should be your tactic like this guy has no credentials he has like no experience whatsoever with like in the big leagues clubs Hmm. I think any manager would be happy to come to United. Bro, I, I like I don't think changing the manager would be like a viable option right now because like give him at least one more season, bro. He's had only one pre-season with the team and he came like uh towards the end of last season. So you can't really judge him for the last season. And this this season like he's okay okay so here's the thing the That's players he signed they're all doing really well. Like Maguire, Van Bissaka and Maguire is doing well. <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude, come on! Because it's because of him we are able to play out from the back. <laughs> wow. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Now is a good time to sack him because he will like he will get in the players he wants this season. Next season, you don't know what's going to happen. Do you know if you're going to be in the Champions League or not? We will. You need bro. to like. <laughs> like maybe you are. Maybe you won't be. So that, that's a, that's a okay. question mark. Right? That's a question mark. He gets in the players, and say some shit happens next season, or uh, you guys don't do well, and then you sack him like mid-season. That's that's a very big possibility. Okay. So you you don't want that to happen. You don't want like you don't want him to like reinforce his his philosophy even more. The thing would be to send him away now. Get in a pocket. Pochettino is available, by the way. Pochettino is available. Yeah. So. I, there were like rumors about him like going to United also. Take that offer like yeah. any any day of the week. Like that's that's like confirmed. Get him now. Bro, no. You know he does. He does. He. I, I think I think that'd be a good. I mean, is there a, even like a philosophy for Alagudas Solshar though? Like, I'd be really interested to hear what like Puneet would talk about. Like, what what is it about this manager that makes you feel like he deserves another season? Bro, bro, the players he bought in this in this time and the, the way we are playing right now, like we we are trying to build from the back, bro, which we we haven't really done before, and like also like do you see how midfield is functioning right now, bro? I think so. Find maybe you. This has happened before. You guys, like I said again, you guys go on a good run, and happens. See, the thing is, right now the only element we are we are missing right now is uh, like squad depth. So that's why we need, see what if what happens if Bruno Fernandes and like Pogba get injured at the same time. Do we have Pereira and Lingard starting again in midfield? Huh? You have Scott McTominay, right? Yeah, we have McTominay again. He's not very creative, right? So we have McTominay, Fred. Both are not creative, and we have we have to play like Lingard, either Lingard or Pereira as like number ten. 
But this is where I get like a little bit of a disconnect because like you're willing to like give away two of the players you just mentioned, Lingard and Pereira, to get Jordan Sancho. But then on the other yeah. hand, you're like, I, we need squad depth to actually challenge or anything. So like, how did those two things okay. add up? Okay, so see, uh, right now, okay, Ole wants to buy Jack Grealish um, and he wants to buy Jaden Sancho, okay? And uh, Aston Villa are more likely to get relegated this time. So there's uh, Jack Grealish who's available like for 50 million and Jaden Sancho for 100 million. Okay, and uh, taking Lingard and Pereira out of the equation, like if you, we, we still have like Scott McTominay, Fred, and if Jack Relish comes, Jack Relish, and also we, we have Mata. So that's like four players, right? I think it's like good enough for, like, for one season. See, I think Mata is, you should like phase him out. I think that should be your priority. <laughs> we only start him in like cup games right now. Oh, the last game he started was like FA Cup. When you sell players, when you sell all these uh, old players, I think that's a pretty good mm -hmm. term for him. He's pretty old, right? Um, he is like 31, I think. 31. I mean, so like, what? What you play him for like league, what league cup games and stuff like that? So you don't really need him as of now. He's like pretty much dead weight. You can he will do probably well in some other in a small club. Like that's his. His, he's reached that stage of his career right now. Like he has to, he he leave England only, bro. If he leaves United. Exactly. So what I'm trying to see is like your whole your whole transfer uh, philosophy tactics. They're very weird. I was able to understand them. Like I genuinely don't see where you guys are going. But it doesn't matter, Sean. Always at the wheel. <laughs> Dude, that 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 thing is cursed, bro. Don't ever say that. <laughs> Bro, that chant is caused. Like final thoughts, I think you should go in for like a top manager. Mauricio Pochettino is available. You get him, you bring him in. While he's available, by the way, he can go to Newcastle with all that money coming from uh, uh, the Middle East. You get him while he's available, and then you you will he will take you through like the first two years. He's by the way, he, he has like a solid background of uh, not buying players and still doing well. So he he will definitely like at least for the first two years, he will get this get this team rolling. And you can slowly bring in uh, you know his his players, the players he, he wants. I feel that should be your like target right now. Actually have a good manager, okay. like a manager with really good credentials. And you know, take it further from there. But I just think that's is that that sort of gives uh, some clarity on where things are going. Right now, you no one's. I I'm not sure. Like his appoint his appointment was a weird one. Okay. Obviously, he's he's had he's a he's been a player for United. You know, a lot of appearances and all that. His managerial experience. Is obviously not that deep, and at a club like United, right? There's not, there's not like a Tottenham or a, you know, or it's this is not like a, a top ten club we're talking. About. This is a top four club. Right. Talking about so mm -hmm. this is definitely, I think something you guys should be looking at. So, like, what I was trying to say is, like, okay, so he's bought that, you know, uh, attacking football and pure factor back to Old Trafford, like, you know, they, he, like, fans actually uh, love the football, like, we are playing right now, 
and i think with few more additions this team can actually perform to an elite level i'm not even joking and and we have seen glimpses glimpses of that all season this time so i feel we have to give him another season like with with proper like you know two two transfer windows and like one good pre season and then we can see where 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 for the escalates I mean, for your sake, Puneet, I really hope that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer does get that another season because, I mean, if you're enjoying the football, that's what really counts, I guess, which is always good. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you for joining us today, Puneet. Um, if people wanted to hear more about your take on United or more about your football endeavors, where can they follow you? Um, on Instagram, at Punitinho underscore 18. That is P-U-N-E-E-T-H-N-I-I-N-H-O underscore 18. Man, by the way, everyone, Puneet has got some, like, he's got a pretty, you know, bomb Insta page. Uh, he, he comes in with, uh, no, but no, you really have, like, uh, I, that was, like, the first time I've seen someone, like, like really, uh, you know, close to us, like, our friend, actually, trick shots, succeed. <laughs> because uh, Kiran and I have a, have a very uh, a shady, shady past with, uh, these trick shots and free kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, back in the day, have goalposts to practice on, like again. So <laughs> we were practicing on the road. Uh, yeah, Puri comes in with obstacles and the and the, the 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 fake whatever the wall and everything. Man, he's he's got it all. You guys should definitely check it out. So that's it for this week, guys. Hope you enjoyed listening to us, and thank you if you did stay till the end. Let us know if you like the collab. Maybe we can bring in more people. Maybe pr- more people from the shooting stars and get a whole reunion thing back. If you guys like, uh, do check us out on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Days Podcast. And until next week then, guys. Bye.